decisions by whom? By Twitter. By Twitter on, okay. So look, we see this as a, a an interesting or a coincidence, if I may, that uh, uh, that he would so haphazardly, uh, Twitter would so haphazardly push this distraction. Uh, that is a that is a full of uh, old news, if you think about it. Um, and uh, at the same time, Twitter is facing very real and very serious questions uh, about the rising volume of anger, hate, and anti-Semitism on their platform, and uh, how they're letting it happen. And, uh, you know, the president said last week, more leaders need to speak out and reject this. And uh, it's a very alarming and very dangerous. Dangerous for who? <laughs> dangerous for us or dangerous for the establishment? I think it's probably for the establishment. I don't think that they're too fond of Elon Musk going out of his way to expose the DOJ, the FBI, uh, the Biden administration, the DNC. I don't think they're too happy with his decision to do that. So if it's dangerous for anybody, I would say it's dangerous for them, not so much us. Welcome back. It is Thursday. I will get into the Georgia runoff here shortly. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on Twitter, but um, Twitter just filed its uh, or Elon Musk just fired his lead counsel over there for suppression of information, <laughs> suppression of documents. Uh, this guy's cleaning the house. Elon Musk is uh, definitely getting himself in a situation where he's becoming an enemy of the state. <laughs> At least to the leftists, he is. Uh, I appreciate what he's doing. I think it's necessary to air out all the dirty laundry. I'm sure it's only going to continue from here. More and more will continue to come out. We'll just have to uh, wait, watch, and listen and see what happens. But uh, I know the Biden administration is now opening up an investigation into Twitter because it's very concerned on what may or may not come out next. So keep an eye on that. All right, Georgia runoff. You already know the uh, projected winner is Warnock. And Herschel Walker uh, didn't didn't pull it out in the end. So that means that the Senate will retain control, uh, or the uh, Democrats will retain control of the Senate. They really had control prior to this, so that really hasn't changed a whole lot. Only the numbers have changed. So now you're at a 51-49 with the Democrats having the plus one which uh, it, it will, it will, and it, it's going to be problematic going forward over the course of the next two years because now we have to watch and see what they're going to attempt to pull off with that, with that ever so slight majority. Now, if they want to do the nuclear option and they want to get rid of the filibuster, they only need a simple 51-vote uh, 51 majority. They are there. Kamala Harris makes 52 so you would need both Cinema and Mansion to defect on the Democratic side to maintain the filibuster. Is it going to happen? Hard to say whether or not they would hold the line. It's also hard to say if they would bring it up again. I think the Democrats do know one thing. Even though they did win, they did not win everywhere by the margins that they would probably like. So they have to understand that possibly in the next two years, they're going to lose control of the Senate. 
if you lose control of the Senate and the filibuster is no longer in place, then Republicans can do exactly what you think you're about to do to them, except we have the House. And chances are, if we continue down the path that we've been going for the last two years that the Democrats have produced for us, if their economy holds the way it is, uh, that number will possibly grow in the House, meaning that in 2024 we will continue to keep the House. And if we only flip one or two seats in the Senate, then we are at a majority as well as if we flip the, uh, if we can retake the White House, then you'd have a supermajority for Republicans with no filibuster in the way to stop them, the Republicans, from passing any legislation that they would like to pass. So I don't know how much they're going to go after it. Uh, yeah, it's you, you just never know. They may, they may not. I do know that after Warnock's win, Chucky Schumer sent out a message uh, saying that now that we have a majority and uh, one particular senator can't stop them from, uh, I guess, doing the things that they want to do, we're going to see what the Democrats can do and uh, their vision for America over the course of the next two years. So it's going to be an interesting ride. You know, I was warning everybody if Walker lost that you're going to have judges being confirmed that on all accounts should not be confirmed. And you're going to have other little annoying things come up that are going to happen in the Senate that we can't do a whole lot about. Uh, so we're, we got two years ahead of us. Nobody can predict the future, but I can tell you that they will be trying over the course of the next two years. All right, so why did Herschel Walker lose? There's a lot of people that are coming out and they want to blame President Trump for Herschel Walker's loss. The easiest thing that I can say there is President Trump wasn't on the ballot. Herschel Walker was. I could also point out that Trump endorsed quite a few candidates and the good majority, uh, in excess of 90% of those candidates, did win their races. Uh, so this is not about Trump. And I know that you're getting to a point here where there are people that are that do not like Trump and you have other ones that are just looking for somebody to blame and he seems to be the easy guy to blame because of who he is. <clears throat> I could say that Herschel Walker lost the race because he had a lot of baggage. Uh, I don't think his son helped his situation when his son came out in October um, talking about his father not being a father, being an absent father, sleeping around with a bunch of women, having kids with four different women. Uh, there were accusations that he beat both his son and his, mo- and his son's mother. Uh, and then you had the uh, lady that supposedly came forth with some type of signed document that says Herschel Walker paid for her to have an abortion, even though he claimed he was against abortion and he was pro-right, uh, pro-life. You could say that that had a big part to play in it, and then it very well might have. Um, you could also, one could argue the point that Herschel Walker's not your strongest candidate. I personally would have voted for the guy if I lived in Georgia. And I advocated for voting for him, and I, w- I would do it myself. If the election was tomorrow, I would still vote for him. But he wasn't the strongest candidate. Uh, in the debate that he had with Warnock, Warnock is not a good candidate. Warnock is weak. Warnock is definitely easily attacked. I mean, you could really get this guy. If you had a 
seasoned Republican or conservative going there up against Warnock or somebody that's a little bit more involved politically because I don't know how much involved Herschel Walker was prior to the Donald Trump asking him to run. But if you had somebody else in there during the debate, it was easy to turn everything that Warnock said around on himself and it would have been, they would have just annihilated him. So uh, Herschel Walker didn't do it. He did good in the debate. I said that prior to this, uh, but did he do as well as he could have, or as well as somebody else might have? Probably not. Um, Herschel Walker, a lot of the things that Herschel Walker said, he, he could have really dug in harder. Abortion was one of the big issues. Um, he could have really dug in hard on that. I mean, you you really could have attacked him that he is supposedly a Christian pastor. You could have got all over him about abortion and that, and that may have changed the minds of certain people. Uh, the votes that you're trying to win right now are independents. And independents are known for, if you don't have a good candidate, they don't usually show up. You know, they, they want to vote for somebody that they believe in and somebody that's good. Uh, obviously, uh, Walker didn't have the support that he needed. That could be the reason that he lost. But I think the most likely and realistic reason of all that Walker lost that race is, and I kept saying, get out and vote early. We are not playing the same game that the left is playing. We are losing this game because we're not playing the same way. Okay, early voting and mail-in voting are here to stay. It will take a lot to change that because contrary to what a lot of people may think, your your ultra MAGA, whatever Joe Biden wants to call them, that we all got to show up on election day because you don't really trust elections. We are behind on election day every time. And I mean, you're behind by significant numbers. When this race started, you know, Herschel Walker on all accounts was behind by a million votes because of early voting and mail-in voting because the Democrats, they use it because they believe in it and they trust it. So they do it. We are the ones that are more skeptical of the process. So we hesitate to use the same tools that they're using. So again, we're, we're showing up to the gunfight with a knife. You have to get comfortable voting early and doing mail-in voting just as they do. You have to level the playing field. We're playing an old game. They're into the new game. We are losing because of that. If you want to continue to lose, if you want to continue to get the results that we've been getting, keep going and showing up on, on the day of. If you haven't noticed, most shenanigans that happen, happen on election day. Generally, early voting <laughs> in mail-in voting, mail-in the, I mean, even more skeptical. I mean, early voting, not so much. You don't have the issues that you're having on election day in all of these places and all these locations. I know and I understand, believe me, I truly do understand you. You mail something out in the mail, you have no idea where it goes after that. I get that. Early voting, I mean, you're in there. You're selecting. You're turning it in. You know, if you are if you don't like the mail-in, I get it. Do the early. I mean, we have to turn out numbers. If you look in the state of Florida, and I know that everybody will go, well, your election system's fine over there, and that's all well and good. The reason that we won 
is because obviously we lean red or we have become a red state uh, because of the influx of independents and Republicans. And you have, uh, you know, populations of people here that are against the package that the Democrats sell on. So that's one. But the other reason is you should see the numbers of how we showed up early to vote. Our early voting for Republicans, we out we outdid the Democrats in early voting almost four to one. So it's not that we won. It's that the reason there was a massacre here is because we turned out in droves early and on election day, just as the Democrats do. We played the same game they play. So since we played the same game here, we got the desired result. We going into election day, it wasn't even uh, there wasn't even an opportunity for the Democrats. We showed up so much in such volume that they couldn't make that up. What I'm suggesting to everybody and why I am saying Herschel Walker lost, it has nothing to do. It does have a little bit to do with his candidacy. He's a, he was he was a weak candidate, but he loved the country and he has the country's best interest at heart which is why I would I still to this moment I would vote for him. But you you need to put better candidates forward, better candidates forth. People that are charismatic, people that are attention grabbers, people that are smart, people that would go to that debate and they would show you who Warnock really is. They would have destroyed him in that debate. You to put somebody up there like that, we wouldn't be having this conversation. It'd still be a 50-50 split. And then secondly, what really determines elections is voting. You got to play the game the same way they're playing the game. Otherwise, stop whining, stop complaining, and stop crying when you lose. I know that's tough to hear sometimes, but that's just where it's at. You know, I lost yesterday, uh, Tuesday night, just like everybody else did. I see what happened in the Senate. I know federally that's going to be a problem. So I may not be the one voting, but I was watching, and I think there's a lot of frustration that, once again, in Georgia, we lost the Senate seat. We lost it to a weak candidate. But we're not playing the way they're playing. You want to start winning elections, we have to change a couple things about the Republican Party. Number one, first and foremost, because Mitch McConnell didn't show up to help Herschel out either, okay? (laughs) Mitch McConnell, far from it. Leadership needs to change in the Republican Party. And I've already said that. This is not news. If you listen to this program, it's not news, okay? Mitch McConnell got to go. He's he's not, he doesn't need to be in power. Uh, Kevin McCarthy, that's another no. We need new leadership in the Republican Party. We have old, tired, establishment leadership in there, and we are getting the results of that as well. They're not pumping in to our candidates what they should they're not going after these races and winning them as they should you could have got rid of Murkowski and could have put Chewbacca in there who would have been night and day Murkowski on all accounts is is another Democrat she even had Democrats wanting her to win gee I wonder why it's like Romney they want him to win I wonder why okay Mitch McConnell fought against her for his buddy old pal. Well, why would he fight for somebody that the Democrats want? Gee, I can't imagine why. 
Okay, didn't put any money into helping Blake Masters. Didn't put any money into helping Herschel Walker. Didn't put any uh, any money into trying to get Zeldin uh, uh, his his uh, uh, race one in New York. He, he didn't do. They're not standing up for up and coming, really hardcore conservatives or strong minded independent right leaning independents that would be good for the country. So we need a change in leadership. Number two, we have to play the game the way it's being played. I'm sorry, people, but you have to. You get used to it because it's here. You got to get out and vote early. I would say vote early, definitely over mail-in ballots. That's me. You know, I like to walk into the place, get the ballot in my hand, do what I got to do. I watch it go through the machine. There's more of a comfort level there for me than it is mailing it somewhere. I'm not with the whole mail-in thing. You know, some states, you can't avoid it. But if you can avoid the mail-in, I would go in person. But we got to start playing the way the Democrats play. Did you ever think that the reason there are so many questions behind mail-in voting and behind early voting, did you ever think that Democrats trust the process, but they're making you not believe in the process? And who's winning in this situation? Did you ever think potentially... That could be their game plan. Make you so insecure about voting early or about uh, voting by mail that they know they're going to have the upper hand at the beginning of every election. And then it, is, it becomes almost impossible for us to catch up. You know, we're, cause we're working with such a deficit by the time we get to election day, we have to show up in numbers that have never been seen before to pull it out. We got it. We it's unfortunate but it has to be this way. You have to get as comfortable as you can with it and start early voting. 2024 is another big election coming. You know, every election going forward is going to be a big election. People are going to get tired of hearing that. People don't want to hear it's the most important and influential election of our lifetime. But each one going forward in its own way is. What are we facing right now? This election was important. Now we're at a 51-49 split in the Senate. So now we really have to pay attention to what's happening in the Senate. The House should be okay. You you do still have some rhino Republicans that will side with the left in the House. I'm not saying that nothing will make it through the House. But for the most part, it should be okay. There's a lot that we have to pay attention to. It was important to win this seat. We didn't play the game the way it's supposed to be played, and we lost. And Herschel didn't lose by a whole lot. It's not like the guy got blown out. It was right there. Had McConnell, Warnock outspent Walker 4-1. to Had McConnell shown up and pumped that kind of money into Walker, might have been a different situation. But McConnell's uninterested. Uh, McConnell's an establishment. McConnell hates you, in case you didn't know that. McConnell doesn't like you as his voter, in case you didn't know that. Okay? McConnell is a swamp creature. He's not. He does not care about what you have to say. You disgust him as one of his voters. He makes that very clear all the time. He didn't dump the money in there. He kept it as he wanted it to be. That way, he could work up there all nice, nice, and him and Chucky and Nancy and everybody can get together and hug and hold hands and play patty cake and do what they want to do up there while we're all suffering down here. So moving forward to the 2024 election, people like McConnell 
should not be there. We need a change in leadership. Next time a leadership vote comes up, it needs to change. McConnell needs to be out. McCarthy, there should be more challenges to McCarthy. McCarthy should not be in that seat either. McCarthy is a younger version of the turtle. You're only going to get the same out of McCarthy that you're getting out of the turtle. McCarthy's willing to work with the left on anything. He's willing to wheel and deal and give up things that we, on all accounts, would say no to. He's willing to give them to the Democrats. So 2024 is a big election coming up. It is going to matter who runs this country. Uh, Think about it this way. Say we do not regain the Senate in 2024, but we hold on to the House and we pull out the presidency. Well, we're good to go. We should be okay. Yeah, it's a split. It's split, but we should be okay. You know, uh, uh, we can through executive orders. The new president coming in can reverse a lot of what Joe Biden did. Can reverse a lot of it as far as the oil industry and everything goes. We should be okay and start moving forward in a positive direction. But that's still a what-if scenario. What if this happens? What if that happens? What needs to happen right now is you need to start thinking about 2024. Who's going to be the best candidates? Who can win? And by best candidates, I'm talking about charismatic, sharp, true conservatives that are going to step up in there and make a difference. We have to start replacing these establishment conservatives that have been there far too long. They're past their expiration date. We need to get them out. Put some better ones in. The Republican Party is has its own set of problems. I always say they're not as bad as the Democratic Party, but there's always issues in the Republican Party, and there is. You have a lot of rhinos in the Republican Party. They're just up there to ride the gravy train. You get up there, you get voted in, you say good things, you pass some stuff, some stuff you blame on other people that you can't get through. You enrich yourself while you're there and you stay there as long as you can until you get kicked out. So we need to start kicking them out. They've rode the gravy train long enough. 2024, we got to vet our candidates. We have to choose better candidates and we have to play the game the same way the Democrats play. Otherwise, expect the same results that we got in 2020, we're got in 2022. Please don't expect anything different in 2024, no matter what a poll says, no matter what anybody says. Expect that you're going to lose in 2024. So either get comfortable with it or just expect to lose. That's pretty much where it's going to be at. All right. Last, I, I mean, that was like the whole episode there, just about... Time Magazine's Man of the Year should be Elon Musk, to be honest with you. But it's going to be Zelensky. (laughs) They should have Biden up there, his son up there with him. It should be Time Magazine's Criminal of the Year. Then they should have them all up there smiling and giving you the thumbs up. Okay, Or maybe just smiling and giving you the middle finger because that's what they do anyways. (laughs) That's what it should be. We're... Time Magazine's Man of the Year, Zelensky, the guy that's in a war to save his country that has time to meet with Sean Penn and receive an Oscar and he can do commercials and he goes and he talks to everybody and then you see videos coming out that people are at nightclubs in Ukraine like it's all good. No, no, no. (laughs) Times, that's how far we've fallen. That's the best you got, Time Magazine, Zelensky. Ugh. 
I, you know, I don't, I mean, is there anything more that really needs to be said? Time Magazine's criminal of the, <laughs> criminal of the year. You've robbed us of cash through taxpayer dollars. You've robbed us of military equipment. I mean, the greatest thief in our lifetime. And I'm sure that money, now that we're seeing everything coming out of Twitter, I'm sure some of it's getting filtered right back to the Democratic Party and probably even right back to Joe Biden's checking account. Would not surprise me. So, Zelensky, give me a break. Time Magazine. Like anybody reads Time anymore anyways. When is that magazine shutting down, please? Thank you. Yeah. All right. That's it. I, you know, I was upset with the election, I think, like most people. Uh, but, you know, I, I understand why we lost. You know, I was hoping, me saying something, it's not like I have, like, all of Georgia listening to me, but I was hoping with me saying stuff and everybody else saying the same thing, like, get out and vote early, get out and vote early, that people would listen, but people are stuck on this whole, if I vote early, you know, the election's rigged and it's not going to count. Look, you, they're doing it. If you don't do it, you know, expect the same outcome. All right, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me, especially on Apple. It is always of a great help. Uh, five star and a message would be nice. Um, thank you. <laughs> uh, if you'd like to check out anything else, I do littlejoecc.com. If you'd like to contact me, you can go to the contact section and send me an email. Beyond that, I hope you have a wonderful Thursday, and we will do it again tomorrow.